Today, I'm speaking with the founder of the wellness revolution, Amber Shaw. She is uh, leading a global movement for thousands of women to empower them to rediscover their confidence and create a body that looks as good as it feels. So today, we'll be talking about uh, the relationship that we have with our bodies, the relationship that we have with food and exercise, and how we can really get to a place of contentment at this part of our life. So enjoy. Make sure to grab the official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It's filled with some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all absolutely free. Just go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to download yours now. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and welcome to Not Over Just Different, a podcast for women of a respectable age facing life's next new chapter. So grab a cup of tea and pour yourself a glass of wine and join me for some deep, real and candid conversations about everything from health, aging gracefully, relationships and how to make the next 50 years even better than the first. Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about food. Specifically, our relationship to food uh, and, and looking at the kind of eating plan that we should be following at this time of our life rather than, you know, maybe what we were doing when we were younger and, you know, missing food for a few days or, you know, really restricting the amount of food that, that we were eating. Uh, now we want to be looking at it in a completely different way and, and to really be having freedom from the fact that we have to be so worried about the food that we're eating. So please welcome Amber Shaw. Hello, darling. How are you doing? <laughs> hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I cannot wait to dive to dive into all those things. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I, I remember, um, uh, you know, beginning of 2020 when, uh, you know, COVID hit and we were all sort of on, on lockdown, uh, I, you know, I think a lot of us went to like comfort food. I mean, I know I did. Uh, and then kind of realized after a while, wait a minute, I don't feel good and I've put on the COVID-15, so let's uh, <laughs> let's reassess what's going on. Um, but, you know, for me, food can be a place of comfort, um, um, but it also can be, you know, uh, just a, a pain in my butt because I'm always having to think about what am I eating, what am I putting in my mouth, um, you know, uh, and also when I'm looking at losing weight, then I'm looking at restricting the amount of calories that I put in. But is that necessarily the way that we should be going? You know, you first of all, you are not alone in that. I pretty much lived uh, my entire life with that same mentality of feeling, you know, being so concerned and so worried um, about the food I'm putting into my body. And then also when I when I realized I needed to do something about it, which is pretty much I felt like every week, then it was, yeah, the restrictive mode. And, and what I want to say is absolutely not. That is not the way you have to live. You know... One of the biggest ways or one of my, you know, my biggest mission, uh, my biggest mission in life is to really help women to get off the crazy train of dieting um, and to really heal their relationship with food. Um, you know, I think for so many of us, particularly, you know, women over 40 who have, you know, are, are seasoned ladies, are experienced ladies who have really just spent their entire life in the dieting vortex, we really, we don't know any other way. All we know is to, yeah, to have that food obsession to where you're constantly worried about every single morsel that you put in your body. And then if you want to lose it, you've got to cut whole food groups out. you got 
got to do something drastic. You have to um, really, really restrict yourself. And so what that, what that, you know, leads to is just a lifestyle of being on this roller coaster um, where you ultimately, I think, and I see this and it was, I lived it my whole life, but you, you're unhappy. It, it's not. It's not a great place to live where you are constantly having anxiety and worry and not feeling comfortable in your skin. And there absolutely is a better way. And I think, especially for women over forty, you know, who are struggling with shifting of hormones and metabolism and all of that, it is more important than ever that we stop doing that and we change. We change our mindset when it comes to food and and what we put in our body. I know because it's just exhausting. Exhausting. Like exhausting. It is honestly, exhausting. Exhausting. Um, and the thing is, you'll you'll go, okay, look, I've got this plan. I'm going to lose weight. I'm doing whatever. Then you'll have a cookie, and go, okay, well, the whole, well, that's it. The day's done. I may as well just eat whatever I want now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which which is not obviously the way that we want to be either. I mean, we we and for me, and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking we want to have an eating plan so that we can have a cookie every once in a while. Yes. Right. Have a cookie once a week. I mean, here's the twice a week. Here's the thing. When you are really fueling your body with good nutritious foods, I'm talking more of a just a whole foods diet, a clean eating lifestyle where you are, it's very simple. It's where you are minimizing things in a package and a box. It's all the things you learned when you were in elementary school, right? Getting more, a more of a balanced diet, good quality protein, lots of good fats in your diet, you know, complex carbohydrates, ones that have not been processed and stripped of their nutrients, um, you know, eating fruit into your diet. When you are making choices like that and you're focusing on your portion sizes and you're doing that 80, 85% of the time, the other 10, 15%, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But this is what happens. This is the old, this is the total trap that women fall into. They start, they think, okay, okay, that makes sense to me. I know I just need to eat more healthy. I'm just going to focus. I'm going to have more salads, more veggies, all of that. And they do it for, you know, let's say we do it for like a week or so and they go on a Friday night and they uh, have some uh, pizza and, and some beer or wine or whatever it is. And then they go the next day and they get on the scale. They're like, okay, I just gained all, you know, four pounds back. And that's so untrue. You didn't gain four pounds of fat overnight. So it is really our unhealthy relationship also with the scale that tends to derail us. But when you, when you really do focus again on, um, on that clean eating lifestyle, the majority of the time, and you stay consistent, not perfect. That's the rest- where the restriction comes in. Right. When you, yes, are a little less perfect, it's going to make you more consistent. So yeah, have that pizza on a Friday night. Don't get on the scale the next day. Your water weight's going to be all up and you're going to totally feel bad about yourself. Don't worry about that. So um, yeah, for sure. I think that that is, um, you know, you, that, that sh- shame and guilt spiral that you talk about um, it, is it plagues so many women and it's awful because what happens is, is you then start to feel, you feel like, you know, you're trying to be super quote good. I'm doing air quotes around good. Cause really that means you're being restrictive probably, right? Like I always talk about white knuckling, like you see a cookie and you're like, I can't have that. That's bad. I'm on a diet. I need to, I really want to lose weight. And when you have that view of food as either good or bad, that 
that kind of mentality just eventually leads to more of a binging mentality. So it really is important to start to um, to release that. That's kind of a, a you know a, one of the first steps to start stopping. Stop looking at food as good or bad um, and really learn when, you know, when you can stay consistent and practice a little bit of that moderation where you are allowing yourself the cookie or the pizza or whatever it is, you will start to see that you will start to get results if you're trying to lose some weight. It just takes a little more time. And then you can start to trust your body more and know, okay, my metabolism is a little bit more flexible. I can have that cookie and it's not going to totally be the end of the world. Yeah, for sure. But that guilt, that guilt will get you because also <laughs> I was going to say what happens is that when you, so then when you do give in or whatever, let's say you, you, you give in and then you start, you, you, what are the, what's the negative talk track that happens, right? Like, oh, you know, I'm never going to lose the weight. I can't do this. I'm, I'm broken. I've, you know, all these things. And that kind of mental tortured starts to really, I think, um, just it affects the the overall way that you look at yourself in the mirror and that you feel about yourself. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, I, gosh, clearly I could go on and on about this because dieting, I think, is the root of so many evils. Um, but yeah, but you know, and I think too, and this has been what the shift, biggest shift for me has been, because mindset I think is paramount when it comes to to losing weight, sure. and um, and so I. You know, I would have this, you know, calorie counting and, and all that kind of thing. And, and what I started doing is actually really taking a moment after a meal, tapping in and going, how do I feel after I've just eaten that? Because I know how good I feel on the, when it's on the way in. <laughs> I feel great when it's on the way in, but I never sit down and go, oh, I'm not, I'm not correlating that this bloated, um, awful feeling that I have going on is related to the food I've just eaten. So, you know, how, you know, how do we shift our mindset? So, so now it's, it's when I'm choosing great food or healthy food, I'm not doing it because I'm depriving myself. I'm doing it because I know I'm going to feel good after I've eaten it. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to highlight that one on the, the flip side of that practice is not only evaluating how you really feel after you've eaten, um, you know, maybe something that, yeah, like something that's more fatty or sugary or whatever, how do you feel? But also when I teach clients about, you know, assist, what it means to live a sustainable, you know, lifestyle where you can keep, lose the weight and keep it off for good, no more dieting, no more calorie counting, no more macro counting, like none of that. It's not only evaluating how you feel after you've eaten something. Thing that again, you know, that you've indulged in, but it's evaluating how you feel after you've eaten something that you consider good. And what I mean by that is that this is where you start to really tap into your satisfaction factor. Mm. This is what is going to really start to separate being on a diet versus eating healthy food that you enjoy and you feel satisfied. I mean, perfect example is, you know, I have a client who um, she, you know, is making salads every day and, and and, she, and I was like, well, how, you know, like satisfied are you with the salad? You know, she's like, yeah, it just looks like, like, all right. Like I got all the stuff in it, but it's all right. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, and she's like, ah, to be honest with you, I actually hate salads. I'm like, let's stop the salads then. Okay. Like, let's figure out something else. And then, you know, but also even for myself, you know, it's finding with that salad, what tapping into what, what it is that makes me satisfied. Is it, um, do I like a little bit of crunch, right? Like what are some of the textures that I like? Do I like things? 
things a little bit more kind of saltier. So I'm going to add some feta cheese to it. You know, um, do I like it really chopped up um, like they do in the restaurants? Like, what is it even about that salad? Um, because like the days of eating, like, you know, clean eating is not eating plain chicken and broccoli. Like that gross, right? Like I want to <laughs> add some flavor, you know, like I want to get some flavor in there. So yeah, that's to me, I think it's that, that self-awareness um, and really tapping into, yeah, how does the food make you feel good or bad and, um, and being aware of that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And also being on a track where, you know, if you're like, have a plan, like definitely have a plan. Um, and then if you do one thing that, that throws you off, I think what compounds the problem is then we start to beat ourselves up mentally, yeah. you know, and all they see, it's never going to happen for me, you know, and then you have all the excuses that come up. You know, like, um, like, you know, at my age, I shouldn't be worried about my weight. At my age, my weight's going to be what it's going to be. I'm going through menopause or whatever that is. Any excuse that we could use just to excuse the fact, um, that we have, you know, fallen off the wagon or that we've had one thing that, you know, that wasn't great. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast and you find yourself in that loop, in that mental loop, where that, you know, you feel like that something is always going to be sabot- or has been sabotaging your weight loss journey, then I actually have something very special for you. Uh, I actually have a very powerful tool so that uh, it, it actually gets you out of that self-hate game. And uh, it's actually a small little quiz. It takes 30 seconds to complete and it reveals what your number one subconscious weight saboteur is because regardless of your body type, your eating habits or your exercise rituals, Having negative subconscious beliefs about food or about your body will always sabotage your weight loss goals, no matter how hard you try. So the first step to breaking free from these beliefs is to know exactly what they are. So uh, all you need to do is go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash health quiz, take 30 seconds um, and find out what that number one weight saboteur is, and then we can actually help you to release that as well. So what are some of the... um, I don't want to say tricks, but what are some of the strategies that women can implement that are really going to help them to shift their mindset when it comes to their relationship with food? Absolutely. Such a good question. I think, I think the first, the first thing, and this is something that really, really helped me was again, as I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, stop looking at food as good or bad. Stop looking at food as I can have this or I can't have this. There's a, it's a very, you know, the mind is an interesting, uh, is an interesting place. And we are so, anytime we tell ourselves, I mean, just think about it. Anytime somebody tells you that you can't do something, right? Or you can't have something, even subconsciously, what what happens? Oh, I'm like, don't tell me what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what? Like, no, I want this even more. So even on a subconscious level, like you're telling yourself, I can't have that cookie. I can't have that pizza, right? All it's going to do is, is make you want it more. And so I, or I can't have that food in the house because I'll eat the whole bag. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's really starting to trust yourself around food again. And I think the first place to start there is, yeah, absolutely. Getting out of the mindset is food is good or bad. You can eat whatever the hell you want, right? You can eat whatever you want. Okay. But it's really, and it kind of like what you said a little bit ago about, um, so 
the question is, is, but do I actually want this food? How do I really actually feel after it? And once you get going into a more clean eating lifestyle where you are, again, very simply cutting out a lot of the process and packaged foods, or if you do buy something in a, you know, a package, it's, you know, are they minimal ingredients, right? Like just, you know, very things that you do recognize as food. But once you start feeling your body like that, once you start repaying attention to how much sugar you are eating in your diet and not just even like the cookies and the candies and all that, I'm talking like added sugars in your food that add so much uh, sugar in your diet and you may not even be realizing it. Once you can start to kind of back out of that, you will notice that you went that next time you go to have, you know, whatever it is, that big piece of cake, your, your body is going to be like, whoa, wait a minute, what's happening here? And you might not even feel that good um, from eating it. So it's important to like have little experiments where you do allow yourself a little bit of the cake. And, and the, when, you, when you go to have that cake the first time, you may eat the entire slice and feel like, oh my gosh, I don't feel that good. Like a big old fat slice. You might be like, I don't really feel that good. Then the next time you're like, you know what? I can have cake if I want to. I'm just going to have a little bit and I feel good by it, right? Like it's, 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 I know it's hard for people to maybe grasp until you like actually practice it, but you would be surprised when you just give yourself permission just give yourself permission. Your mindset, even involuntarily, your mindset starts to change. Your cravings will change. Um, yeah. So I think for sure that is a de- definitely the number one step is stop looking at food, good or bad. Yeah. Well, I uh, um, luckily, I mean, I met my my love. I met my man in during COVID last year. And uh, he, he always eats really clean and he's, he's got me reading labels on foods. And, and, you know, initially I was like, man, can't eat this now and I can't eat that now. But it's been great because it's, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I'm eating really clean food um, and really making sure that, that what I do have, I'm putting whatever I need with it, like you were saying with the salad. I, I like crunchy as well. And I like different, you know, like little sweet sour. So I might have, you know, some nuts or some little dry fruit or whatever and but just have it so that it's, you know, that it's really palatable. And so the other thing that I did that I think was a big shift for me as well is that I just had to move my mindset to that of someone who is who is thin, not thin, someone who is healthy. You know, I now mm-hmm. I'm starting to think so now it's like I, I am this person. Mm-hmm. Not I'm trying to be this person, mm-hmm. not I'm doing all these extra things that I really find tough, but because I am this person, it's just natural for me to make these better choices, which is, has shown in my health. It's shown in, um, I mean, my partner has COVID right now and I, I've been with him basically the whole time and I haven't got COVID. My immune system is super strong because, yeah. you know, my mindset is like, no, I am this person. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so when you're working with women, how do you get them to, you know, what, how do you get them to think about themselves? It's because it's not just their relationship with food, but it's the relationship with themselves mm. that we mm-hmm. also need to look at as well, right? Mm. Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. And I think where it start, where, where that starts is number one, learning how to give yourself some grace. That's one of all the women in my membership that were like, we want to get t-shirts with it because I say it all the time, right? I think that when you are going down this wellness journey, you're trying to make some, some changes in your life, some lifestyle changes, not a diet, some lifestyle changes. The first thing that you have to really own and adopt is that 
it is not about perfection. This is not about perfection. This is, this is a, this, you're in it for the long haul, right? Like you, this is, this is a lifestyle change. And so, yeah, you are going to have times where there's busy seasons of life and, you know, maybe you're going on a vacation or you're, um, you know, there's lots of things going on or whatever it is. And you feel like you haven't been as dialed in to maybe eating a healthier lifestyle as normal, or maybe you had a really bad day at work and you came home and like totally ate a pint of ice scream. That's going to happen. That is going to happen. That is life. That is normal. Food is very comforting. Food is very comforting. And and that doesn't mean that there has to be anything wrong with that. I think when it becomes like a continued pattern and that is like your only way of relieving stress or letting down or whatever it is, then that those maybe uh, can spark some deeper questions. But I definitely think it just starts with again, giving yourself some grace and saying that, you know what, I I showed up today. I'm going to get right back on this. I'm aware of it and I can't undo the things I've learned and I just have to keep going. So um, I think that that is really, um, because if you don't give yourself grace, if you don't learn to, um, you know, say that's okay, I I didn't, you know, I did my best or whatever it is, it's going to be very difficult to stick to anything because you're just going to be constantly feeling like you're so defeated that you failed again that you have to start over all these things and when you're building a healthy lifestyle you don't have you don't have you're not there's no starting over there's no it's just just getting right back into it that's it that's right. you just you just get you know yeah absolutely yeah no i know i was uh, at a conference just recently uh and the hotel that i was at the food was just you know mediocre and right. I was doing my best to, to make some healthy choices, but I remember because uh, my partner was with me and I'm like, I cannot wait to get home and start eating healthy food again. I go, look at what you've done to me. You've broken me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> because I love the other it. thing is, is that we go into this, you know, this default behavior and these default thoughts because when we, we associate travel with this kind of food or we, you know, associate travel with drinking cocktails and whatever else. Um, and even that, I've found that there's been a big shift. You know, absolutely. This is what it, it can be for a shift for me too. And it can be, I think, a shift on a couple different, re, uh, you know, a couple different ways. Number one, I think for a lot of people, why they associate going on vacation or doing these things like, you know, like you said, vacations or conferences or whatever with, you know, having lots of food and cocktails and stuff. Number one, like that's life. That's what you do, right? Like you go, whatever. But I think for a lot of people too, who spend so much time in this restrictive dieting mode, they go on these vacations and it's like a really just an all out reason to just kind of binge all day, you know, drink, you know, eat all the things, drink all the, you know, things. And that's how it was for me for pretty much my whole life. I would be on these restrictive diets going up to the vacation. And then it was like, forget it, Katie bar the door. Once the vacation hits, like it's on. Right. Um, and so when I really, when I noticed that the mindset shifted for me, was that I really felt like I was starting to find some food freedom where I wasn't number... Well, let me back up. I was going to say, it was either Katie bar the door, like it's on vacation time, like I'm going all in, or it was I would have so much anxiety about going to that conference, about going to that dinner, about going to um, that vacation because I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to eat? Because I was always on some sort of diet. How how am I going to like eat and still stay on the planet, on the plan and all of that? And I know a lot of women listening, I'm sure 
are like, oh my gosh, yes, I totally get that. You get so much anxiety just about enjoying what should be really fun life events. But because food has become such like the ball and chain of our lives, we miss out on a lot of joy um, on events because of this. And so I notice kind of like you, like now when I go on vacation, because also I'm practicing kind of that moderate lifestyle at home, I don't, I don't feel like it needs to be like this all out binge fest. And I certainly, because I don't feel like it needs to be a binge fest because I've been eating kind of what I want in moderation at home. But then on the other side, I don't feel like there needs to be any anxiety because I know that going away for a few days, I make the best choices I can. And that's not going to derail me. That's not going to derail me. And I just, I come back, I get back on it and and that's just how it goes. So yeah, that to me is like total food freedom when you can, you know, release the shackles of food. Yeah, exactly. So what are some of the uh, the common things that you see with the women that you work with as for the reasons why they are so struggling with food and dieting and their bodies and their self-image at this time of our lives? Like, is it like programming from when they were earlier? Um, you know, what are some of the common things that you see that really have, that have women in this, you know, this negative vortex of thoughts that keep mm. us in a prison, basically, mm, totally. of, of never being able to enjoy life and always having this at the forefront of our mind. It can, and, as you can tell, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> sure. No, I mean, listen, I, uh, you're preaching to the choir. I, I get it. Yeah, you know, I will say even speaking from my own experience, absolutely, the way that I view viewed my, I still struggle with it. I think as women, we, there'll always be a piece of us that I think struggle with a little bit of body image and all that. It's just the tremendous pressure that society puts on us to to fit in a box. And, um, I think a lot of it for me, absolutely. And for a lot of women stemmed as a child, as a child, for sure. You know, I was the kid that was never really overweight, but I had, um, I was bigger. I was more athletic. I was taller and I never, I would, I didn't feel like I really fit in with the other kids. I and I also had parents that, uh, you know, were so good to me and so sweet and they didn't know they were doing it, but made comments about my body and all these things. And I think that it shapes you. It shapes you into thinking that at a deeper soul level, that you're not enough, that you're not enough the way, the way that you are. And so then you combine that with all of the other messaging that we get as women and in the media and all of that. Um, And that's where it starts as a kid. And now I think, it's really hard for women um, as we age, number one, for various you know, reasons. All women, I think, you know, the, the, the anti-aging movement and all of that and trying to just look and, and feel your best. But a lot of women, you know, we've had, you know, have children and our bodies have changed. You know, women, you know, as we age, especially, you know, over 40s, late 30s, all of that, you know, our hormones start to shift. And my ladies, you know, my menopausal women. Um, and, and really, it's just like the things also that used to work for us in our 20s and 30s, you know, they don't really work anymore, right? Nope. So we have to like completely reinvent the wheel almost of like how we, um, yeah, how we take care of our bodies with diet and with exercise and all of that. So I think it's really a combination of things. And it, it, it definitely gets harder for women as we age, which is why I'm so passionate of uh, relating and teaching and helping women over 40. Um, because I think there's a huge population that's uh, th- that's very miserable in their own skin and they feel kind of hopeless that their body's not going to be able to change. And I have to say that, yes, it actually, it absolutely can. 
That's right. And until we actually get out of that mindset and get out of those thoughts, we're not going to be happy. We're not going to be at a place where we can have that freedom. You know, I was the same. I was very athletic when I was a kid, so I was never overweight by any means. But um, and I and I kept thinking, well, if it's coming from my childhood, I wonder where this is coming from. And I remember going home as an adult having these thoughts. And then my mum's like, oh, I caught up with such and such the other day. She's put on some weight. I'm like, oh, there it is. (laughs) That's it. I know. And it's so crazy. You know, our parents, they also come from a different era, right? It's like we have so much. I'm so grateful because I think that I've shifted kind of the the game for my daughter who's 10. But we have – you know, we are in a much more body conscious, body aware, you know, being more aware with how we teach our daughters. There's such a beautiful movement about, you know, bodies come in all different sizes now. That did not exist when we were kids. That did not, that whole, at least it didn't work where I grew up. Okay. My house, like my whole family, all that did not exist. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, um, yeah, you, you're not alone. It was the same for me. And I think it's uh, the same for a lot of women for sure. Well, guys, you can find Amber at her website, ambershaw.com. Uh, you can also find her on uh, Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash msambershaw. And also, I think that's, is that TikTok? Oh, TikTok, TikTok well? and Instagram. I'm at oh. Miss Ambershaw as well. Yep, Ms. Ambershaw. Look at yep. you. You're all over the place. This is fantastic. All over, <laughs> all over, all over. Um, and so, um, so tell me the type of women that you work with. Let's, let's talk about the clientele. You know, if someone's listening to this podcast, you know, what are the kind of things that you'll be specifically be able to help her with? Absolutely. So I am by training, I'm a, a nationally board certified health and wellness coach, and I'm also a certified personal trainer. And so I really work as a body transformation expert for women over 40. And as I mentioned earlier, I teach women how to get off, like I said, the crazy train of dieting um, and to really heal their relationship with food and with their body and so that they could be the most confident and sexy version of themselves. And so how I do that is I really do um, teach women what does it actually look like to to live a lifestyle of, of clean eating with moderation. Because without the two, when it's just clean eating. For most, that's just another diet, right? I need to take it a step further. If I'm going to help you build a lifestyle that you're going to stick to, I have to show you and teach you what it means to live a lifestyle of moderation and satisfaction. So we've married the two together. I also, because I'm also a trainer, um, I coach women through uh, fitness programs as well. So it's really kind of a holistic uh, approach. I'm also a big believer in paying attention to, um, you know, stress and and all the things that can affect just your overall wellness. We talk a lot about meditation, um, but really it's to empower you to start to use um, your food as medicine and really start to heal your body. I know you mentioned when we were talking earlier about, you know, uh, the things that we, we do and need to do things differently now. And, you know, I always say like, Food really has the power to heal you and it has the power to destroy you. And now that we are older and again, I go back to hormones and you know our bodies are changing, we really, really can't afford to keep looking at our food as calories in and calories out. We have to start paying attention to what we're putting in our bodies. So that is through a... Um, 
through all of my programs, that is how I coach women um, is to teach them, you know, what that exactly looks like. So we can stop the dieting. Yes. Let's get off that that hamster wheel. If you are on that hamster wheel, I highly encourage you to go and check um, out Amber's website, which is ambershaw.com. Well, darling, thank you so much for your time today. Oh it's been a gosh. great conversation. I knew it would be, but I, and I know that it affects so many of us. So I really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, please go ahead and do so on iTunes or Spotify or go to mindmovies.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now remember, new episodes are released every Monday morning and we'd love to spread the word. So after you've subscribed, be a great girlfriend and pass it on to a friend who will enjoy this too. And don't forget to grab your official Not Over Just Different welcome pack. It includes some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all completely free. Head over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to grab yours today. Until next time, remember it's not over, just different.